Welcome back to Real Talk Torah, courtesy of the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. Where for today's issue and shear, we are going to be discussing Purim Katan. Indeed, at the moment of this recording, it is Purim Katan, so wishing you a Freilichin Purim Katan and a Chag Purim Katan Sameach. And what we're going to try to figure out right now is what exactly is the magic of Purim Katan. Is there any magic to Purim Katan? Is there a special way to celebrate Purim Katan? What is the Avoda of today? And while we are addressing that, we're also going to try to uncover not just the secret of Purim Katan, but the secret of apparently the final halacha in Orach Chaim. So what exactly do I mean? Well, if you want to find the halachos about Purim Katan, where they appear in the Shulchan Aruch, they appear at the end of Orachim. So we know that there are four Chelke Shulchan Aruch. Originally, it was four Chalakim of Halacha in the tour. There's Orachim, there's Yeridea, there's Evan Ha'ezer, and Choshin Mishpat. Um, Orachim is the laws of daily living and the calendar year, all of the holidays. Hilchas Shabbos appears there. Yeridea is seemingly miscellaneous, but it's Isr Vahetar. A lot of Hilchas Kashras are in there. Hilchas Nid is in there. Um, just general things that are labeled as Asr or Mutter. So those appear in Yeridea. Evan Ezer is all of the women-related or marriage-related halachos. And Choshe Mishba is all the business-related halachos. So we don't hear about Purim Katan until the very end of Orachayim. Um, so the, um, the, the first chilek of Shulchan Aruch Orachayim, and that, that is in um, Tafresh Tzadi Zayin. That is 697. So um, Simen 697, Tafresh Tzadi Zayin, in the Shulchan Aruch, in the, um, in the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah, we find the halachos of Purim Katan. Now, this is already interesting because you would have expected that since the Shulchan Aruch mostly goes in order of the calendar year, that yes, we would finish with Purim, but we should finish with real Purim, or maybe Shushan Purim, which is after Purim, because on the calendar year, that would come after Purim Katan. In a year that there is a Purim Katan, um, where there's a leap year like this year, so that would come before the actual Purim, right? There are two Adars, and in a, in a year where there are two Adars, Purim Katan is celebrated in the first Adar. So in a calendar year, that would come first. Interestingly enough, it's not that way, but it comes at the very end. Almost like there's some reason that this Halacha is going to end um, the, the Shulchan Aruch for Orach Chaim. So it makes you kind of wonder why that is. So um, the, the Halacha, very simply, says... Yom Yedal V'tas Vav Sheba Adar Rishon, says the Mechaber, the 14th and the 15th of Adar Rishon, E'en Ophel Ha'apnei, we don't say Tachron, E'en Omer Mizmor Yan Chashem B'yom Tzarah, we don't say the Lam Natseach, which is in between Asher and Aval Tzion, the Surim Behesbud of Vatanis, it's Asher to eulogize and to fast, Aval Shar Dvar Me'enogim Bem, the other Minhagim of Purim we don't have, like reading the Megillah, Matanus Levionim, etc. V'yesh Omerim Da'am Behesbud of Vatanis Mutarim, and there are some who say that in fact actually Hesbid and Tanis is okay to do. And says the Ramah, the Minog Kisvara Rishona, the Minog is like the first um, thing that the Shulchan Aruch said, the first clause, that we don't fast, we don't have Hesbid on Purim Katan. And says the Ramah, and this is where we start to get a little bit of what the Avoda of today might be, Some say that we are obligated to increase Mishteh and simcha, maybe feasting or perhaps even drinking, 
and Simcha and rejoicing. On the 14th of Adar Rishon, but that's not our minhag. Nonetheless, says the Ramah, and this is to be Machmir, um, uh, in the name of the Hagos Maimonios, in the name of the Smak, says the Ramah, you should increase a little bit in your meals. In order to be Yotze, according to the stringent view that would hold this day to a higher degree. And then closes up the Ramah of Orachayim, the Tov Lev Mishtetamid. And the good of heart, or the, the I guess you might say the, the good hearted, um, or the, maybe the happy hearted, even though Tov means good, but the good of heart, Mishtetamid. They feast or they have Mishta, they drink always. So what in the world does that mean? So this apparently is a quotation of a of a pasuk in Mishlei. So the question is, well, what's what's the context of this pasuk in Mishlei? So it's Mishlei Tesvav Tesvav fifteen fifteen, easy enough to find, and says the the pasuk in Mishlei in full. It says, Kol all the days of the of the poor person. So those are bad. The tov leiv, but the good of heart, Mishnah he's feasting all the time. So, Pashab Shah, you might think that that means that someone has a good heart, so what's he going to do? He's just going to be feasting all the time and drinking all the time. Now, that definitely does not sound like a good thing to do. Now, we do have in Tanakh, for example, in the Megillah um, and in Navi, places where the where um, scripture refers to tov leiv by Yayin, that a person could be good of heart through wine, meaning a person could be drunk. And is that what this is saying? That the poor guy, his days are all terrible. But, you know, the guy who really wants to party, he's going to be drinking all the time. And why would the Ramah finish with something like that? That sounds like a very strange thing. So if you look at virtually all the Mepharshim on this Pasuk in Mishlei, um, so just for example, Ibn Ezra, um, Ralbag, Rashi, so they all say that what this means is that the person who's good of heart, it's as if he's feasting all the time. Meaning the person who as Rashi puts it, is Sameach Bechalko, which you might be familiar with from Pirkei Avos, from um, Perik Dalid Mishnah Aleph 4.1, which says, Ezehu Asher, who's the rich guy? HaSameach Bechalko, someone who's happy with his law. So apparently that's what we're talking about here, and we're certainly contrasting the Ani from Tov Leif, which you might say is a way of contrasting the poor man from the rich man. So we're describing the rich man, the person who is I'm rich all the time, no matter what. He's always happy. He's and because he's always happy, so he's always as if he's feasting. So the question is, what did the Ramah mean with these, um, with these words at this point? This is just seems like a very esoteric way for the Ramah to close out. What does the Ramah mean? He says, oh, some want to be machmir to rejoice and to increase their meal just a little bit on Purim Katan because after all, the tov lev mishdetamid, the good heart. They they party all the time. So is this a svara to increase feasting all the time? Is that what the Ramah is saying? So why is Purim Katan better than any other day? Right, so at first glance, it's very, very strange. It, it almost sounds like the Ramah, maybe you could read the Ramah saying that, um, that Purim Katan is a day according to the Machmirim. It's worth celebrating. It's a good idea. And after all, you know, who doesn't uh, enjoy a good drink all the time, so why not? Is that what the Ramah is saying? So I'm not even sure if Al-Pipshah, that's what he's saying. 
we could look at some of the Nosei Kalim, and um, you can tell me what you think. Just reach out to me at the database at gmail.com, the data, then base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. If you have um, any thoughts on what the Ramah means at the very end, we'll get to some of Farshim. We're not going to quote every single one of the Nosei Kalim, but we'll talk about some of them. But if you want to share your thoughts um, with me about what, what you think this Ramah might mean, I'd love to hear. Um, and that's also the place if you want to reach out because you enjoy Shiorim like this, you want to partner up with us here at the database and you want to give a sponsorship. So also reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. That's the data the base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. So I'm on this line, just to look at the Magin Avraham. The Magin Avraham, he just says on the on this last line in the Ramah, the Tov Lev Mishdet Hamid, the good-hearted party all the time. Um, so it says, B'Simachos Mitzvos, so he says, with rejoicing of mitzvos of our God, it's the mitzvah of God, to position us, I guess, quoting another Pasuk in Tehillim, which we know from Shira Malos, Peshuv Hashem, so the Magin Avram is saying that we should fill our, our mouths with the laughter of simcha that comes from mitzvah particularly. So, in other words, it sounds like he's saying maybe, maybe that the Ramah means that the Tovlev Mishta Tamid is rejoicing specifically in the Chumrah of keeping to the mitzvahs. It's not necessarily, you know, that simchas kreso, that we're just enjoying ourselves because we're, you know, we're indulging. Um, but um, and it sounds like um, and maybe you could say that the Ramah is ending in a way with sort of with divrei bracha over here that we should be good hearted that we can always feast and it's just the it's just um, the Ramah waxing poetic which um, we'll see something similar to that in the Shari Tshuva in a little bit um, but the uh, the Magen Evram also then says meaning it sounds like apparently there's, this is a goal that we're reaching towards. So you might say that Param Katan is the Ramah's way of signing off, and the Shulchan Aruch's way of signing off, that this is the last halacha of Arachayim, for some reason, that there's a magic, apparently, hiding in Param Katan, and this is like where we're heading towards, you know, the ending of the, of the Galios, maybe. You know, Purim is the end of the calendar year, just before we get to the excitement of Nisan, which is something that we'll have to talk about maybe in the future, about why we have Purim in the second Adar. If this is only Purim Katan, this is the first Adar. So why exactly are we only doing it? In, um, you know, why exactly do we have the real Purim later? But what's happening right now? Apparently there is, a, there is another glimmer of, of, of hope, apparently, of, 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 that, of that eventual Geula, which seems to be alluded to here. The Ba'er Hetev on the words Tamid, same word, I'll write on the in the Vitovlev Mishnah Talmud, he just says, "Based if Artenu, the house of our splendor, Bimheira Yamod, it should be, it should soon be um, stood up again." So it sounds like he's also ending with Divrei Bracha, Ubiira Ubiira and we should get to see um, the Avoda again. Nachoni Yeh Harabais Barosh Harim Adayad, and the Harabais will be prepared on the top of the mountains Adayad forever. So it sounds like they all seem to understand that the Ramaz just is waxing. Poetic and ending with Divrei Bracha. And uh, the Adafrayim quotes something similar. He, um, he quotes the Magen Avram. He says, B'simchas mitzvos. When, uh, when, when uh, the, the, the clue the Magen Avram understood, the, the Ramah, is not talking about indulgence, but he's talking about the mitzvos. We're being machner for the mitzvah. And then he just ends the same thing. He says, V'nizke beis lahamid, And so he finishes in a similar way. Okay, fine. 
So that's uh, the, the, that was the uh, the on uh, the the Yad Ephraim. I saw a um, what other what other refreshment did I see? Um, the Kaf Hachayim explains on the words "Vitov Lev Mishat Tamid Efshar Lermos Ki Tov Romei Zalatora." So he says that maybe Tov is reference to the Torah. Kamash Kasev Ki Lekach Tov Nasati Lachem. The Torah is referred to as Tov. Began Mishta Romei Zalatora. He says that apparently even Mishta feasting is reference to the Torah. Kamosh Kasev Lechu Lachmo Belachmi Veshasu Biyain Masachti. And apparently, one who engages in Torah, he lengthens his life if he's doing it lishma. So when it says your the heart's referring to learning Torah lishma, as Mishnah person who is uh, learning and engaging in Torah lishma, he's going to be zocha to do it all the time. So that's how that's how the Kafa Chaim spins it. Now, you know, I don't see anything explicitly in the Sirma about you know, learning Torah, but maybe just engaging in mitzvot similar to the Ephraim. So there was that Kaf Chaim, and then there was a very interesting comment of the Shari Tshuva. Shari Tshuva, um, he um. He quotes the Taz, which we didn't see yet. So you know, let's just go to the Taz quickly. When the when the Rama talks about being yarbek uda, having a little bit more uda than usual, so it says behaga tashbeitz. He's quoting the the tashbeitz simen kufayin ches kasev de yesh harbos that there is to increase a little bit more. Rabbi Yechiel mi Paris, Rabbi Yechiel mi Paris. He says ragil harbos el hazman bnei adam kimashim rosh lashon amishna. He just says, it's really nice the way that Ramah finishes, Khan over here, So that's all the Taz says. That, oh, yeah, this is a, this was a nice, a nice conclusion by the Ramah. What does that mean? It sounds nice, it's a, it's, it's a nice bracha, it's a nice pasuk. So what does the Taz mean? So um, Shari Chuba quotes the Taz, and he tries to explain it. This is Muram. I'm not Muram Zal. I'm not sure who that's a reference to. It might be the Maram of Mirutenberg, but I'm not sure if that is. But he says um, in the name of Muram Zal. He just comments that the Ramah actually closes with a similar beginning, meaning the way he introduced our Achaim. So what was so Me'in Pesicha? Kisidran. Um, that's also waxing poetic that we say that every day there are two tmidim kisidran. That every day we have a carbon tamid shal shachar, a tamid shal arvaim. So he says, if you look at the beginning of Arachayim and the end of Arachayim, the Ramah has the word tamid. In the beginning, he says shivisi Hashem benegdi tamid, and now he says v'tovleiv mishte tamid. So putting Hashem before you all the time and feasting all the time. Apparently, those two are related. That feasting all the time, the tovleiv is someone who has Hashem in front of him. That's the first thing he says. But near Ali, and says the Shari Chuv, it seems to me, he wants to finish with something that sounds nice, and something that sounds appropriate, um, and something that's apropos. He picked a nice pasuk, Lutzachos. Um, again, Lutzachos is to wax poetic, to sound, to say something of eloquence. Something a reference to Tovlev, Dehainu. What's the tov? What's the good thing to do? It's a good thing to take on the two adarim, to take on the two adars, 
um, and to do Mishnah in both of these days. And this might be what the Taz meant when he says, Her mother had a nice conclusion. The Kavanos Kamash Gosav Vagam Yishrem is, and says, um, he says, um, um, another couple of interesting Ramazan, Kitevas Mishdetov, he says, if you look at the words Mishdetov, so Begumatria, it's Adar Rishon, it's off by one, um, but uh, he says, Mishdetov is, uh, is Gematria Adar Rishon, cool. The Odef Shalomar Lafima, Mashalomar Simon Tafresh Ayin Bahaga, Zivbez Linyan Chanaga, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna abridge this a little bit, but he talks about how when it comes to Hanukkah, there's an Indian of of singing um, and 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 saying over the Torah to make the meal a suddas mitzvah, and he says that um, this is uh, you know when we talk about this idea of singing songs, he says this is what he means v'tov leiv mishte tamid um, what does it say in Archin? Minayan liquor shira minatora. Where do we know that shira is from the Torah? And he talks about it in reference to the Avoda Eza Avoda Shehu Basimcha Uvatuv Levav. What is the Avoda? Says the Gemara that includes Simcha and Tov Lev, happiness, rejoicing, and goodness of heart. Haviomer Zeshira. Vayim Barashi Demaisi Bishaya Samachei Hinei Avdi Aronim Tov Lev. So what do we have here? That apparently, what makes the magic of Purim Katan Suda? So apparently, even though it's not explicit in the Ramah, the way the Shari Tshuva is understanding, based on these other sources, that what makes for Tov Lev in a Mishteh? Singing and Divrei Torah. Singing and Divrei Torah, and apparently... Um, you know, you can never go wrong by having a suuda that includes singing in Divrei Torah, which turns it into a Sudas Mitzvah. We have that in Yimbay Chanukah. And says, Shari Tshuva, the, that this is what he believes the Ramah to mean by quoting this Pasuk at the end. He's alluding to this when he says, V'tov Lev Mishtatamid. He says that there is a there is a feast of Tov Lev, which includes singing in Divrei Torah. So that is a, another possibility of what the Ramah means, which is uh, fascinating enough. But what I think um, is related to this, which the Shari Tshuva says a little bit further on in the piece, it's a longer piece in the Shari Tshuva if you want to look it up, but he comes back to this important point, which I think is a point which is good for Purim in general, and really any time people get together to have a Suda, which is going to include drinking um, or indulging, and that is, he talks about how, um, he quotes sources that say that um, singing in Divrei Torah are what overpowers the Yetzir Hara, and he, and, he, and he explains that, uh, because we know that the Divrei Torah, um, these are the Brasi Yitzhahar, Brasi Taratavlin, so Torah, and, and the Torah, which is also referred to as a Shira, this is the counterattack to the Yitzhahar, it's the remedy, it's the spice that, that, uh, that, over, that, you know, that overcomes it. And so he, what, what he seems to be explaining is that there are different kinds of simcha that a person could have. There could be a simcha shal mitzvah, and there could be a simcha, you know, like um, simchas kreso, like the Rambam refers to when he talks about how a person might be indulging, and he's not, um, he's not helping the poor, he's not giving tzedakah, so that's just simchas kreso, and that's a simcha of the Sahara. We're supposed to serve Hashem with, um, and, uh, so the Shari mentions the source that we're supposed to be yached levavena. We're supposed to unify our heart in mitzvos, right? We say this in Avarabah, v'dabek levinim v'sach v'yached levinu. So he says, We want to unify the two hearts, the physical one, the physical simcha, and the, um, and the, and the simcha of mitzvahs. 
And so his point is that if we are, I mean, he says, So and he, he makes reference to the Simcha space of Shaweva, the Gemara and Sukkah, which talks all about the Yitzhahara, Ayin Sham. But his point here seems to be that the only real way to have um, a true Simcha uh, Deka Seuda and a Torah Deka Seuda is with Torah. And maybe. Um, you can argue that what the Ramam might mean when he says Vitovlev Mishatamid, he's saying here is that don't just make this a meal of the Eight Sahara, don't just make this a celebration of the Eight Sahara. And Purim can easily become that. And Purim Katan, where we don't have Mikra Megillah, can also easily become that if we're not thinking about Hashem, we're not thinking about the Torah. So he says, Vihir Tan Shehilanu Levecha the Avinish Bashamain. He finished up so the Shari Shuva is finishing off with the Vibracha. The Nasalovino al Kapayim. That the one who opens his hand to tshuva, so we should uh, we should unify our hearts with him, meaning to Hashem. And he finishes off with that reference to Arachayim, the one that who straightens us on the path of Arachayim, the straightened path towards life. And so um, the, the the point the point here I think is the the idea that we're talking about that Purim Katan the celebration of Purim Katan would not be complete and would not be kosher seemingly according to these words of the Ramah and all the Mafarshim if it was not a suuda of Torah so a suuda to talk about Torah the, a suuda to reflect on words of Torah to sing zmiros that will open our hearts shiros v'sishbachos that will open our hearts to Torah and unify our hearts with Torah. That appears to be what it's all about. Now, just to take it back to the original source, why in fact is there a Purim Katan? So, if you look back in the, the Mishnah and Megillah, um, Mishnah Megillah, um, this is Aleph Dalid 1 4. If you want to see the Gemara inside, it appears on Daf Vav. But the Mishnah just mentions that the only difference between Adar Rishon and Adar Shani, or Adar Aleph and Adar Beis, is the fact that in Adar Aleph, we um, although we don't you know we we, we shares the same um, with Adar Beis that we don't fast and we don't give in eulogies, but all the mitzvahs of Purim those are not in the first Adar. So the Gemara just records a machlokas where it's actually not so clear from the Gemara at the, at the end of the day. Um, I mean the, the Gemara Paskins. But it's not so clear which Adar is the real Adar. Like, will the real Adar please stand up? And it appears to be a machlokas between Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yosei and Rabbi Shimon Megamliel in the name of Rabbi Yosei. And Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yosei, he says that the main Adar is really the first one. And they, they, they're both, dar- and Rabbi Shimon Megamliel says the main Adar is the second one. And they're darshaning the same psukim, but at the end of the day, they're trying to figure out, is it the Adar that's close to Shvat? Is it the Adar that's close to Nisan? And the Gemara records two different, uh, two different Svaros for, um, you know, one for each, for each suggestion. So the, the reason why you would assume it's the first Adar is Dein Mavir and Al-Mitzvos. We don't, we, you know, we don't push off Mitzvos. We try to do Mitzvos at the first opportunity. So if we have a presumption of when the first opportunity to observe Purim is, presumably says um, Rabbi Shimon, uh, Rabbi Lezer Rabbi Shimon, uh, sorry, Rabbi Lezer Rabbi Yosei, he would assume that that's going to be the first Adar. But then we have Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, who we Paskin like, and he says we have a principle, apparently, of 
of Smichas Gula which we'll have to talk about maybe later um, on this this month, why we observe Purim in the second one. Apparently, there needs to be a juxtaposition between the redemption of Adar and the redemption of Nisan. Purim and Pesach, we want to see those next to each other for some reason, which we'll have to once again talk about Be'ezras Hashem. But in the meantime, for now, there's apparently a machlokas here. You see, there's a machlokas about when Purim really is. And what this means is that there is uh, an opinion in the Gemara that Purim is right now, the moment of this recording, which um, is not a small matter. It sounds like there's there's a, you know, you know at least Mitzada Safik, this should be treated like Purim. But if we paskin, and based on the Mishnah, that this Purim day does not have the mitzvahs of Purim. It does not have Mikra Megillah. It does not have Al-Hanisim, the, the, the Nosei Kalim also bring down. that well, Presumably there's no Al-Hanisim because there's no, I think Tavachayim said this as well, there's no Al-Hanisim because there is no Mikra Megillah, and Al-Hanisim is apparently connected to Mikra Megillah, so we don't have that, we don't have Matanos Levyonim, which you can give Tzedakah any day if you want, right? So, you know, why not? Um, but we don't have that Chiyuv, and we're just not fasting today, and we're uh, and we're um, not giving eulogies. So the only thing we have is to be marbe a little bit in suda. So apparently, you have that possibility, and this is just to be machmir for that daya, right? So some of the mafarshim on the Mishnah they ask why doesn't the Mishnah list um, um, mishlach manos as being one of the differences. And so the Ikrit of Zyantav, who just quotes the Ran, says the reason he doesn't quote that is because there's no Se'uda. So you don't, if there's no Se'uda, you don't have to mention that, um, if there's no Chiv Se'uda. But the point is here, if we're, if we're being Marbek, it's not a little bit in Se'uda, so a good thing to do may, uh, maybe is to increase Reyos as well. But the point is that if all we have is Se'uda, if all we have is physical celebration, and Purim is a time of physical indulgence, so the question is, what is the avoda that makes this, this that, that makes this simcha a real simcha, a simcha of Purim katan, a simcha of Purim, a simcha that has the energy of Purim in it, an element of Purim? And says the Ramah, apparently at the end, v'tov lev mishdetamid, a good heart is feasting all the time. And that could be misconstrued, just like Purim could be misconstrued. So be very, very careful. Go find out what the Ramah means. To me, and, to, and this is um, not even Mila and Yastaiti, this is just my understanding of the Mepharshim, but apparently, Tovlev Mishnatamid, it could be construed to just have an indulgent, you know, an indulgent party, just, you know, go at it. But what would make today different from other days, right? And maybe that's really the question. What makes any a meal, any indulging in this world different and special and uplifted. So knowing nothing else, the Shaya tells us, yeah, Shiros, Sishbachos, Divrei Torah, that's the way to do it. Have a meal that's centered around Torah, and you cannot go wrong. And if you do that, maybe Ein Hachinami, you can feast any day, you know, if you're doing it the right way. And maybe you shouldn't, you know, just drink every day. But, you know, the Sameach Bechelko, someone who has a Simchas HaChayim, if you have a Simchas HaChayim, then 
that that should be done with Torah as well. But I, I, but I think that's the point here. But Tovalev Mishnah Talmud, and as as the Shari Tshuva mentioned earlier, um, the 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 Psicha and the Chasima are one and the same. Shvisi Hashem Lenegdi Samid, and we have the Tovalev Mishnah Talmud, and maybe we can add there Mitzvah Gedola Lios Besimcha Talmud. So maybe Purim Katan teaches us when it's not full on Purim how we can live lives of simcha every single day, tov lev mishdeh tamid, that we can have this actually every single day. And the way we do that is if we're using the Torah, if we're overcoming the Sahara, as we indulge, that's a way to take the energy of Purim, of Adar Sheni, and we drag it back a month prior to Adar Rishon, Showing that this is a simcha that we can have all the time. Maybe that's the proper way to finish our achayim. Maybe that's the secret of Purim Katan and the secret of the final halacha of our achayim. And this last line in the Ramah, V'tov Lev Mishnah Tamid. But I think that takes us through this Real Talk Torah. So in the meantime, keep it real, keep talking, and most importantly, keep the Torah. And if you do, Tov Lev Mishnah Tamid. Thank you for joining us here at the database. And have a freilichen. Purim Katan and a Chag Purim Katan Sameach.